This is Are You Future Ready? Advancing Your Professional Development, a podcast series for anyone who wants to grow and excel in their career or in life. I'm your host, Amy Parker, the Department of Veterans Affairs Chief Learning Officer. Well, this week we are joined by Megan Turner. Megan began her federal career as an Army intern in 2003 and joined VA in 2009 as a contracting officer. Over the last decade, she has advanced at VA and is now the Director of Professional Growth at the Veterans Affairs Acquisition Academy, known as VAAA, or fondly we refer to it as VAAA, VAAA's mission is to provide VA acquisition professionals with best-in-class education, training, professional development, and certifications. Megan's role at VAAA is to ensure all employees have the skills and processes needed to adapt their work to be more efficient and effective. Today, I'll be talking with Megan about how the challenges of 2020 impacted her team. We'll talk a little about a bit about emotional intelligence, and exciting innovations and in how we learn to problem solve. Let's dive right in. So Megan, it's wonderful to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, thanks for coming. The acquisition process seems to occur behind the scenes. Most of us don't know uh, that the supply chain, contracting, and program man management professionals do a lot of work to keep VA running smoothly. And after 2020, I think we are all so much more aware of the importance of the acquisition process. Purchase of the uh, personal protective equipment was so important. Other essential goods and services became an, a national priority. Can you tell us about what kinds of support VAAA provides to uh, the folks at VA to ensure things are running smoothly? As you mentioned, Amy, we provide like the basic classes that our supply chain professionals, program management, and contracting professionals need to be certified. And that really is just the basic level of technical expertise. As you mentioned, professional development is important as well. So once our folks have the acquisition workforce, have their basic certification, we want them to continue to develop and grow as professionals and as leaders, um, even if they're not in leadership positions, because anyone can lead from where they are. And this has been really important, especially in 2020. So we really focus on skills like emotional intelligence, systems thinking, resilience, um, all these things kind of go together and help people perform their jobs better, work better as a team, especially in times like 2020 when we were in um, something that we'd never encountered before. If you take a look into your crystal ball, please, for a moment and tell us, do you anticipate a shift in the way you're, you're delivering learning once the pandemic is behind us? We are planning on continuing to have some traditional classroom uh, courses face-to-face -face in person, but we are going to shift to continuing to offer virtual instructor-led training because folks are enjoying it. It's easier. Um, it's also extremely cost-effective for the government. I think you're going to tell us a little bit about systems thinking. And for those that are listening that aren't familiar, it sounds like it's a process. Can you walk me through some of the steps? Sure. So systems thinking um, is a, basically just a way of thinking. Um, we call it thinking about your thinking. So most of us just, you know, unconsciously think. I mean, we're thinking constantly, every day, all the yes. time. 
except when we're sleeping, unless you count dreams as thinking, and then I guess you might be thinking then as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if we're going to consciously think about our thinking, we use a, the systems thinking method that is basically four steps and there's four parts to it. And the idea is that if you can break down a complex problem into these four parts, think about it, asking specific questions, um, it makes it a lot simpler. So the four parts are distinctions, and that really is asking the question, what is the problem and what is not the problem? So oftentimes we focus only on what the problem is and not what it isn't. And knowing what something isn't can be extremely helpful. And then the next piece is systems, and that's really the holes and the parts. So everything is a part of a system and also a system in itself. So if we were to say, you know, the VA Acquisition Academy is a part of the VA or a part of our um, organization, Office of Acquisition and Logistics, um, but we're also our own system in that we are the Acquis VA Acquisition Academy doing our training ourselves. Now I get it. That's awesome. Thank you for saying it that way. You're welcome. The third part is relationships, which is really the cause and effect. So if I'm thinking about a problem, it's kind of a if then. So what happens? Like if this happens, then this happens. Kind of the chain reaction piece to make sure that when you're thinking about a problem or a challenge that you don't just stop, you continue to go long-term and be a little more strategic and see how things will continue to impact um, down the road. And then the final um, piece is perspective. And perspective is really point of view and exactly what you would think perspective is. So a lot of times when we're thinking of a problem, we immediately think from our perspective only. Um, but that's not going to be extremely helpful. <clears throat> so we also need to look at it from all of our stakeholders, different perspectives. So I love that. That's so powerful. It is. Definitely. It sounds like there's a, a core of collaboration here. And, and that probably requires some soft skills. And I think you're going to tell us a little bit about how emotional intelligence plays into this. System thinking actually can help with emotional intelligence, right? Because perspectives, um, that's taking other people into consideration, the cause and effect piece. One of the great things about emotional intelligence or that excites us most about emotional intelligence is that when you compare emotional intelligence to IQ, for example, IQ is pretty static. Um, it's really hard to improve your IQ, right. but it is with some work and some guidance and coaching, emotional intelligence can completely be increased. We have some great data around that from our leadership program we have. Uh, we had our folks take an emotional intelligence assessment about a month prior to entering the program. Um, they completed an eight-month leadership program that emotional intelligence was one of the main focuses throughout that eight months. And then about a year later, we had them take that same assessment again. Um, every individual improved their emotional intelligence. Wow. But what was really exciting was they went from, as a group, being an average emotional intelligence to moving to the leadership range of emotional intelligence. Amazing. Yeah, so it's so exciting. So Megan, can you define emotional intelligence for me? There can be some confusion and even misconceptions around that term. Emotional intelligence is taking the time to not stuff the emotions down or not react. So it's being self-aware enough to 
recognize an emotion, know how it makes you feel, also how the situation might be making someone else feel emotionally, and then making a decision or taking an action based on that knowledge. And I think most people have experienced a difference between working with or for someone who lacks emotional intelligence versus someone who is strong in this area. So how do you bring emotional intelligence to your role as a leader? The goal is not to create, you know, a hundred mini versions of yourself. <laughs> the goal is to help people to help people grow um, yeah. as their own person, right? So we just, you know, try to consider the whole person and know that each team member is different and brings their own talents and we try to help them. My sincere hope coming out of this, one of them, is that we've moved past that, you know, leave your life at the door when you come to work because you just can't do that. And that doesn't make for a productive person at work. No, it doesn't. Um, and that's something else we've been teaching in our leadership program as well, is that the two selves thing is really hard. Um, right. Some people can do it, but eventually, you know, it, it just gets too tough. So I know the AAA has some exciting new programs supporting professional development. Could you tell us a little bit about what is in the pipeline? We're working on something right now that we're really excited about that isn't 100% related to emotional intelligence. Um, it's related to problem solving and critical thinking, which emotional intelligence helps with that as well. And that is an adaptive learning course. Um, for those that aren't familiar with adaptive learning style, it's a self-paced study. So, you know, kind of a click through on your own. You don't have an instructor. It's just you and the computer. But what's really cool about adaptive learning is it's almost like those choose your own adventure books you might have read as a kid. Yeah, neat. Each individual that clicks through on the computer on their uh, may have a different path. You're all going to get to the same end goal. You're going to get through the same learning objectives. Um, learn the same thing, but it's in your own way, in your own time. Yeah. It's great because it, you know, you're going to, I don't want to say test out of it, but there'll be a piece at different sections where you can test your knowledge. And if you're already proficient in something, there's no need for us to make you sit through 20 slides about it. Oh, that's great news. <laughs> so you get to skip the lecture piece and go right into the case study and apply what you already know. And if for some reason you don't do so well in the case study, we'll point you back to those slides that you didn't take before or those other exercises to help you practice so that you can go back and, and have a better understanding of the case study. So adaptive learning is kind of the future, it sounds like, at VAAA. To our knowledge, this class will be the first um, adaptive learning class for the acquisition workforce. And wow. so our target audience is anyone in the federal acquisition workforce, no matter your job series or grade. So the future in VA is that we've combined our, we're combining our financial management IT with our acquisition IT and connecting better those two workforces together and talk about where problem solving could make such a difference for us and connected to our, our VA-wide leadership development framework. Learning problem solving, uh, that competency is in our emerging leader and our team leader roles. So right at the beginning, you know, as you're getting started in your career, we're advocating you, you learn these problem solving skills because it'll serve you through your entire career kind of the tagline for our, our podcast series is becoming future ready. And if this is where the future of, of learning is going, that's so exciting. Yeah, we're very excited about it. Anything 
else you think we should know about systems thinking, emotional intelligence link, or, e or even this exciting adaptive learning project? We want to train the whole person. We want to make sure that they're technically, professionally developed, that they're not two different people, you know, one at work and one at home. And we try to help with that in the professional development skills, especially around emotional intelligence um, and systems thinking. I like to wrap up each episode by asking for an inspiring piece of advice or a quote. Do you have something you'd like to share with us today? Yes, um, I have a quote by Stephen Covey that kind of goes along with what we've been talking about today. And when I first started learning about systems thinking, this quote um, jumped out and stuck with me since then. And the quote is, we judge ourselves by our intentions and others by their behavior. And thinking about systems thinking and emotional intelligence and thinking of situations where maybe someone, you know, thought you were in the wrong and you think, well, that's not what I intended. That's not, you know, that's not what I did. But to them, that's what your actions showed, right? And so as soon as I read this quote, going back to kind of your personal life first and then professional life, mm -hmm. you know, I started doing that at home with my kids and my husband. And I thought, oh, they're mad at me because of this, but that's not really what I intended. Um, but then the next time I thought, well, you know, why didn't you do this? I thought, well, maybe that's not what they intended. I need to actually ask them. Wow. <laughs> yes. We brought it into the office. And this is actually one of the quotes and things we talk about in our leadership training program as well. It's, we, use, we like to use quotes to kind of start discussions, especially in the morning, get everybody going. I just think it's powerful to put yourself in someone else's shoes to get their perspective. Really? Yes. Yeah. So I want to take this training. <laughs> we offer it almost every month. Yay. <laughs> For our listeners, if any of this training piques your interest, you can learn more at the acquisitionacademy.va.gov. We'll link to that. And we also have an amazing offer. You could feel free to email Megan for more information or to continue a conversation or get her expertise on uh, systems thinking, emotional intelligence, and adaptive learning. She's MeganTurner5 at va.gov. And we'll also have that uh, linked for our listeners. I wanna give you the last word, Megan. I've, so, I've really enjoyed learning about this. This has been a, an amazing session. Oh, thanks, Amy. This has been so fun. I love talking about this stuff. You know, I talk about it all the time with our team and we get excited, but it's it's also really fun to go outside of our group and really just share the the passion and the fun that we have in developing these courses and delivering them. Thanks for joining us on Are You Future Ready? Advancing Your Professional Development. To find the resources highlighted today, check out the Vantage Point blog linked in this episode's show notes. If you enjoyed listening, please share this episode with a colleague, friend, or on your LinkedIn network.